Hey guys, welcome to episode two of Talk About It. This is Allie. And May. And you're listening to a late night, all toked up version of Talk About It. May, you started your new job today, didn't you? I did. I had my first day. Um, I honestly could not tell you what my job is. If anything, <laughs> I left more confused. I feel like everything I went through didn't really align with the description. <laughs> um, this is a day one, day one review. <laughs> job does, does not meet expectations immediately out of the gate. They have good espresso machines there, though. I mean, that's really, that's really all I look and for in a new job. Nice. The views are nice. The views are nice. You said you have a, you have a gym at we this job, right? Gym. In the office, there's also a doctor's in the office. It's like in a tower, like a skyscraper. So there's lots of things there if you can find it. Um, We're triangulating positions right now. It's fine. We are. We are. Um, but, yeah, I actually have not done a single, like, real task in my job. A lot of it was, like, you know what my hours were filled with. <laughs> but I did leave stressed. I also worked overtime, and I'm not sure why or how. But, okay, wait, you're in training. How, how are you working overtime in training? I didn't really train today. It was just kind of like a free-for-all. I did take a, like, a quiz, which the first time I got 50% on. But I had to quickly exit out of that screen. I didn't want people to see, and I retook it. And then I said, <laughs> <laughs> Immediately falsifying your work at a new job, and you don't even quite know what you do there. So that's, that's good. I could not tell you what my job is as of right now. I'll probably, like, at least know what department I'm in by tomorrow. Okay. Well, I'm very much anticipating an update tomorrow then. Is that why you didn't respond to my text on... On how your first day was going? Honestly, my phone was on do not disturb, but I'm just really confused on what happened today and what my following days are going to look like and my future and my year. Ahead of well, me. the plus side is your badge picture is like the best badge picture I've ever seen. Thank so you. you are the most welcome for that. I still look like a crust, but... <laughs> it could be. Honestly, your hair is really on point. I didn't even pay much attention to your face because your curls were, your curls were doing the damn thing. That was on purpose. I definitely like went out of my way to volumize it, so I walked in with bouncy, voluptuous curls. I think you did a great job. Um, you you put way more effort into your hair than I do with mine. I knew, I knew I was having my badge picture taken. I don't even know what I would do for a badge picture. Oh, you would get dolled up. I would get no dolled up. No matter how hot or how hard you try, a badge picture is a badge picture. And <laughs> what's hard to say? And unless you're Kim or Kylie Kardashian, well, Kim Kardashian or Kylie Jenner, in which you have like a whole team come into the... DMV with, like, a whole light ring and a set. It's just impossible to have a good 
ID photo. You know, I say that, like, I don't know what I would do if I had a badge, but I did have a badge when I bartended at the airport. Oh, can we talk about bartending at the airport? We can totally talk about bartending at the airport. I attempted that with you for a couple shifts. You did. You did. I Girl, I don't even know what happened. I had, y'all, I had to leave this job because it was... It was nuts. If you're a bartender at an airport, first of all, props, because I did it for a little bit. And there's so much, y'all, there is so much hassle. I don't work there anymore, so I can't give explicit details, but let's get into it a little bit. So first of wow, what was that? <laughs> that was, that was, that was Mary weird. J. <laughs> My mouth didn't work for a second. Um <clears throat> Listen. Is that more the throat? The, I yeah, I feel like that's way more the throat. I mean, yeah. I'm a. I haven't had any complaints on my kissing, so I, I feel like my these these lips don't lie. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Son. I know you can't see my eyebrows without my eyebrow makeup on, so I know it's just. <laughs> I just like 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 my eyes are getting bigger right now, but I'm raising raising the eyebrows to the roof. I'm sorry. We're on the topic of... It's going to be really fun to edit out. <laughs> Literally, the most, so the most... That was the most you. awkward look you've ever given me. I looked at you, and I didn't know where I was at in life, and then I realized I'm recording a podcast. She had a glitch in her simulation, guys. We'll be back. We'll be back after this episode. Can you go? What were we? We're talking about the airport. The airport bartending job. So you started there. I did. Did you like it? Honestly, I liked the job itself. I had a a lot of fun uh, because I bartended by myself. So I got to like jam to my own music and like. I was kind of separate from the restaurant that was attached. So the problem was not really the job itself. Um, the problem was that, you know, I was still pretty new to Dallas. Um, the problem was that I was still pretty new to Dallas. And, like, aside from you and, like, one or two other people, I didn't really have friends. And <clears throat> I just was – I was starting to feel really alone – here and part of it was the fact of like when you're bartending you kind of build up your regulars and like they're people that you see every day and like you kind of start to feel as much a part then they're a part of your life just as much as you're a part of theirs and when you bartend for an airport you don't really have that they come and go they really do let her out oh man Oof, these stories we'll have to we'll have to talk more about the the airport and other segments just because there's so much shit that happens i want to fully disclose that i worked a couple shifts with you i wanted to learn how to bartend but listen to this i never got cleared on a background check because what is it a federal background yes it's a and it's a federal background check <clears throat> i was not born in the u.s i was born in another country um, I was born in China, and then I got my citizenship. And for whatever reason, 
that is so damn hard to do. I don't know what the process is that your boss thought. That it was that the background was check that was kind of like that was taking forever. That's I all I was no told. Thoughts or theories. I thought everyone was stupid as fuck, and the process was stupid as fuck. To be but fair, I also thought the process was stupid. She came. You told me that your boss was thinking maybe it's got something to do with the fact that I wasn't born here. I don't know, but I never got cleared. Um, I don't know how hard she tried either. Listen, I was just a middleman in this transaction. That's all I was. I was just communicating with what I was being told. One of the customers on one of the two shifts that I worked with you, I gave my number, and he still texts me. Sometimes several times a day. Why do you, do you text him back? No. Wait, he messages you two to three times a day, and you don't message back? Yes. That's fucking weird, bro. It's been almost a year. Yeah, that's fucking weird. You, why have you, block his number. I'm a curious bean. Does he message you the same things? Pull it up. Let's, let's read some of the messages. He says, hey, hun, how are you doing? I'm, I'm slaving away at work. What are you up to? Hope you're doing well. He always says, hey, hun. Hey, hun, haven't heard from you in a while. Hmm, it's weird, but... He's also, like, quite older than me. Do you have a picture? No, I don't. <laughs> Why would I? He has a picture of me. Why does he have a picture of you? He took a picture of us, a selfie of us at the bar. Jesus fucking Christ. Y'all, let me tell you what. Airports attract the weirdest people to bars because people tell their bartenders everything. They tell us everything. At an airport bar, they really tell you everything. Do you know how many people were meeting up with, like, people that they were having affairs with? And they told me. Bitch, and they told me. Were these, like, old, established? Not no. Old, but, like, middle-aged men with kids and a, like, marriage of six years? Bitch, let me tell you the craziest story about this there was this young girl like I'm talking like my age my age maybe a couple years older she's not old and she has a kid this was where she was meeting the guy that she was having an affair with that her husband found out about while she was there she tells this dude that she's fucking to come see me at this bar he comes up sees me, talks to me about the girl whose marriage they, like, he kind of broke up, and he's catching a flight to go see her, to follow her, when her husband is picking her up from the airport. So he's chasing after the... No, she would be a mistress if she was his side piece. So does that make him a mistro? I don't know, girl. Do you get what I'm saying? No, I get what you're saying. I don't know if he's the miss, the Mister Mistress. Piece, he's the mistress. Yeah. So, what's the masculine form of a mistress? Mistress. Hmm. Just a mist. Mist. Mistress. Oh, I'm thinking Spanish. You are thinking Spanish, but it would still not be a mistress because, like, there's ladies and gentlemen. So there is. 
and like a widow and a widower, like, you know, a widow is a woman whose husband has died. Mistress. Or I guess the female, I guess the widow is just a female of the spouse. Because I guess you'd still be a widow. I would still, my partner would still be a widow. If I were married and if I died, they would be a widow. I don't think I followed along with that. I think I started thinking about your dog. My dog's being so cute. He's just. He's just saying hi. He's, y'all, Ranger is, Ranger's so damn cute. Y'all are probably going to get more pictures of Ranger and Zeus and May's cat crew uh, more than, more than anything. The airport bar, was the money good there? Like, is it better there than at a, the bar you're at now or like a restaurant? I made, I did make really good. I made really good money at the airport bar. There was just so much that you kind of have to, like, deal with and put up with. Like, you have to park, like, there's an off-site parking lot that you have to go to, and you're shuttled from the the parking lot to the actual airport. And then you have to go through TSA every single day. There is a different, there's an employee line, so that kind of helps. But sometimes TSA is backed up, and you still get randomed when you work for the airport, like you can still get randomly selected to like hands wiped or phone checked or all the million billion tests that they do at airports now. So you had to do all of that. You have to get through all of that before you even get into work. And I worked the day shift there. So I had my bar open like early. I think I had my bar open before 9am. Like I think I was open by like 845 in the morning and people would drink then. That's no matter what time it is, if I have a flight, I'm drinking. I think I feel the most safe drunk in an airport. I don't see how that's possible. That makes me anxious. I, okay, first off, I will not get on a flight or a plane sober. If you think about it. A flight or a plane? A flight slash plane. <laughs> I was just I was just checking that those things were the <laughs> I don't understand what was so hard about that sentence. That was very self explanatory. I know, Anyways. but you said a flight and a plane. No. A flight or a plane. <laughs> There's synonyms. Cinnamon. Synonyms. There's synopsis. Wait. There's synopsis. No, there's synonyms. <laughs> those, and those words are not synopsis. And you think about it, you're just floating 30,000 feet in the air in, like, a metal cylinder. Girl, I know. I don't want to get on that sober. Like, that's not going to work out for me. I need to be heavily sedated. Well, that's fair. I mean, I take a lot of Dramamine before I get on a flight because I just prefer to nap more than anything else on an airplane. Yeah, if we're crashing, I don't want to see it. I don't want to feel it. Just let my body plummet because it's not going to survive. Rather, I'm awake for the fall or asleep. Trigger warning if you have a fear of airplanes. (laughs) This trigger came too late, but here we are. Anyways, let me plummet while I'm unconscious. I'd rather not be awake for that. But back to my 
safe place for drinking is the airport. I actually really enjoy it because every time I'm in an airport bar, I just look around and I realize I have, I will never see these people again. They're coming in and out and I can just like disclose as much as I want about myself or even make shit up. Like sometimes I like pretending to be someone else. Oh, people do that all the time. And I'm going to let you know, your bartender knows that you're full of shit. Everybody might sit there and maybe believe you, but your bartender, we know when shit is made up. We know when people are not telling us the truth. I like telling people that I'm a travel nurse. Why do you do that? Don't do that. <laughs> I like the thrill. It makes my heart go fast. I'm I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that that's like actually like against the law to do. I don't practice medicine on them. I, I don't think like you can like pretend that my occupation. I am at an airport catching a flight back home. Or to a state because I'm listen. I here to tell you what. Job. Listen, I here to tell you what to or what not to do. But I I do think I don't know for sure. Somebody tell us. I'm pretty sure that it's actually against the law to claim you're like a doctor or like somebody who practices medicine if you don't. So if you know, help me out so that way she can tell a different lie. And, and, you know, we'll come up with a better story for her on what she does. Give us your, give us ideas for great travel stories that May can tell other people. Anthropologist. Did you know, do you know anything about anthropology? No. I think when I said it, I thought I got it confused with geology. I do like geology. So I meant, <laughs> I got it confused with geologists. You got geologists. confused between bones? So I definitely told someone I was anthropologist. And then I was like, yeah, I went on this volcano and studied these rocks, this igneous rock. Oh, my God. <laughs> you got confused between rocks and bones. If you could own, what is, like, your supreme bar to work at? Like, if you owned an establishment and then you also had to work at it as a bar, like, what is your dream or your ideal, most ideal establishment to be bartending? Is it terrible that I truly, that's how much I love the bar that I'm at, is that that's what I'd, I'd go with a very, that aesthetic. <laughs> like, I love, like, y'all got to understand, I love, I love, like, that cozy feeling in a bar where you just feel like you're, like, this is home. This is where people kind of, care, like, come to, like, celebrate and care about other people. That's the vibe that I love. And so when I tell you, I love that in a bar. So working at a bar that has that feeling, that sense of like community and love is just, it's fucking great. I'm so lucky. Good for you. Do what you love. I can't relate because to be honest, I don't dream of labor ever. I dream of like, Making fat money off of very minimal work. Oh, same. Like, I mean, we've, you know, because you've been on this journey with me. I've been working on getting additional schooling done. And here we are. We're at the, we're at the close end of that road. But I think, and we've talked about this, I think. Maybe we haven't. But I think I'll always be a part of that bar like I think I'll always kind of work there at some capacity like no matter what I do 
It's all about that passive income, baby, as we sit here and put time and energy into recording podcasts. I take my previous comment back. I did just think of one job. Like, if I could make sustainable money off of mukbang videos, like eating just, like, things. Mm, mm -hmm. Not ASMR. Fuck ASMR. I would still have good etiquette, table manners, and I wouldn't eat gross. Fuck eating ASMR. Fuck all ASMR. You like ASMR, <laughs> you're weird, and I don't trust you. But if I could make good She's money. She's coming for y'all. If I could make money just making videos of me trying different foods, I would gladly let myself go, get fat. Um, there's people life. that do that, though. There's, like, food channels that people go and try, like, different foods from all over the place. No, I'm talking, like, these little Instagram reels that people make, and they just order, like, a crap ton of a certain food, and they just do, like, a 10-minute little video, and they just stuff their face trying testing food. Um, that sounds unpleasant. I wouldn't like that. I hate when I hear people chewing with their mouth open. I just find it with very bad etiquette. Very bad, very bad table manners. Please, guys, if you, if, if you're old enough to listen to this podcast where I say fuck a lot, you're old enough to know, chew with your goddamn mouth closed. It's rude and it's gross. Nobody, not even your mamas, want to see it. They're just too nice to say it. So I'm here to tell you, put on deodorant, chew with your mouth closed, Wear your fucking seatbelt, kids. Noisy eaters are actually some of the worst people because it's just so unpleasant and so unappetizing. It's, like, so frustrating when you're sitting across a table and you're eating with someone and they're, like, opening their mouth so wide that you can see the little dangly thing. I... What's it called? Uvula? 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 Yeah. If you can see that... Not urethra. Urethra is... <laughs> It's what you pee out of your your urethra. That's that's in the it's in the opposite end. I don't know anything about the human body. You're doing great. I know I got some feet, toes, phalanges, and a kneecap. Did you know that you're not born with a kneecap? Did you know you grow a kneecap after after you're born? Isn't that weird? That is wild. It's super super oh fucking weird. <laughs> I want to feel that. So I don't think we talked about it in the first podcast, but guys, I, I have a bachelor's degree. It's pretty dope that I don't fucking use it. <laughs> it's so awesome. It's so awesome. Wasting your brains away, crying yourself to sleep during your finals, spending thousands of money. Tens of thousands debt, going in and debt. Then, uh, Getting this useless piece of paper. It's the most expensive piece of paper I own. Do you know? Have we told, have, have we talked about why, why I even got a degree? Have we talked about that before? No. I th you wanted one? So. You value a higher education? Oh, well, my parents value a higher education. So, guys, we're about to get really deep. It's only episode two. It's late night. May's on her literal last leg standing right now. I think she's kind of falling asleep, but she's really pushing through it. Um, about to get really deep. So I got a degree, not necessarily because I wanted to, because I went 
to school on sports scholarships for a little bit. And then I fucked my knee up real bad. Softball. How you know I was gay? (laughs) Is that a gay sport? So people say, yeah, but like my best friend, shout out to, shout out Bill. Uh, She's fucking awesome. You guys will meet her one day, I'm sure. But you say Bill? Yeah, her name is Bill. B-I-L-L? That is correct. That's not her like actual first name. That's her softball nickname, but it just stuck. It's just so her that her name is Bill. Like her name's Bill now. That's who she is. She is Bill. Bill is she. Anyways, um, so Bill and I were roommates together playing college ball. That's how we met. Bill is, in fact, not gay. She's like the straightest person that I know. Aside from you, actually, you and her are both equally quite straight. Where were we going with that? Oh, the sad story. Anyways, yeah, so how I got my degree. So Bill and I played ball together. I don't know why we're talking about Bill. She's just my best friend. She's just so fucking awesome. You're awesome, too. You guys haven't met yet, but you will. I'll get her. I'll get her here on a visit one day. I got my degree, basically, after... So after playing ball my first couple years, um, I stopped playing because I messed up my knee. And I came out and... My parents did not have an awesome reaction. And basically, my dad was like, good luck going and finishing school without any support. So I said, fucking watch me. And I did. And I did it all by myself. <laughs> the end. That's the, that's, that's. She prevailed. She well, said. That's not the story of like every late, every like 2016, 2017 adolescent teen no you're absolutely correct but these things do happen and it's it's super shitty I can kind of laugh about it now and make really dark jokes because it's been like 10 years since one of your dog just licked the penis of the other dog listen they have a gay mom so they they may be a little gay too who knows I don't know they do weird shit man I just I don't know why but I couldn't look away but it still bothered me. Okay, well, I don't know what to tell you. I didn't see it, so who knows if that actually happened. That was, like, something only National Geographic usually catches. Well, I'm here to say that, um, one, my dogs are the cutest, but two, if you have shitty parents, just know you're not alone. And sometimes that fact, sometimes that fact sucks because it is really sad. But just know that there's going to be a day where all of it is behind you in some way. And it's going to be okay. It really, it really is. I was found in a banana leaf. You were. And you're so cute. I'm glad you were found. Wait, no, not in a banana leaf. Like in a banana farm. Like in a banana plantation farm country. So you were in a banana or no? No. You were not in a banana. No, I was, I was a, I think I was a really big baby. I don't think that would have worked out, but I Honestly, too late. All I can see is like your head coming out of a banana peel. Like you are the banana. A cop cop found me with a note. Oh, that's really sad. Um, I could have ended up in a sweatshop. It is not sad. It is a blessing. Well, I mean, it's kind of sad that like. You were just found and left with a note, but I think it ended up really well. Like, this has a happy ending. It for sure did. I don't think the conditions of my life were bright. Hey, no, you 
the dog there. I like it. <laughs> I didn't know what he was doing. I didn't know if he was bothering you or not. No, I like it. Damn it. He's just laying beside you now. Y'all, my dogs are 70 pounds of just pure lap dog cuddles. Like, they really are. They're 70 pounds? They're 70 pounds each, bro. That is pretty much what I weighed in, like, fourth grade. Do you not see how giant Ranger is? He's massive. But in a good way. In a good way. In a healthy way. They're, like, so excited to go. Y'all, I'm taking me and my dogs... On a hike in, to Colorado. It's all of our first times there. And we're going to have so much fun, I already know. I don't have a lot more content to bring up because I think I'm, like, dreaming at this point. I'm so tired. You're hallucinating? I don't know what's going on. I don't know where I'm at in life. I can't seem to pull it together. I'm so no. confused right now. Well, we were going to talk more about the airport bar, but we're not going to do that now. It's May's bedtime because she has a corporate job that she works. So I get it. But I think we did great. So if you guys have any any questions, let us know. If there's anything you'd like to know about my dogs, also let me know. And May also has a cat. We, between the two of us, we can offer a wide variety of subjects. We can go into escaping the sweatshops. <laughs> Being a good gay lover, like a oh decent gay lover, on a journey of becoming a good gay lover. Can we not talk about um, that? A straight girl spending 23 years trying to find a suitable mate. She doesn't want me to matchmake for her anymore, guys. We're going to have to talk about May's dating life. I don't know. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I want to give this podcast all of me, but I'm also scared. As long as you're not posting this, like, I won't tag you. I won't tag you in anything. Okay, I just... Like, we'll post, we'll give, we'll give you guys everything. We'll give you the realest, the realest versions of us, but we won't ask each other. It's just when I'm a other. dick, I'm funny. And when I'm funny, I'm a dick. But I have to read what your audience is like first. Well, we'll get some comments going because obviously this this is going to get posted here so soon. But if you guys know who Anthony Jelinski is, Jelinski, he's a comedian, super dark humor, a bit controversial. That would be all of me. I mean, I think you're fucking funny. So if I think you're funny, a lot of other people think you're funny because a lot of people think I'm funny. So I get a lot of laughs at the bar, but maybe it's because they don't want to feel bad for me. Who really knows? But I think we laugh a lot when we're together. Okay. I need to go to bed. Okay. Bye guys.